I had to make that back. Mm -hmm. That's why when some cats see a certain check and they say negative 400,000, mm -hmm. yeah, because they gave you so much money up front, you know. That's why you got to hope that after you got this big record and you get signed to a major, that you have another one. You got That's to come right. back. That's what makes a super producer. But see, I mean, and, I, and when I say this, I'm not shitting on dude in any kind of way, but I don't know the guy who did the Nas X record. Mm. But, if, but, but, but if he had came back with a few more hits on other mm -hmm. artists, oh yeah, he'll be a household name as far as producers. Everybody say, oh man, that's such, such a boy. He cold. He did the Nas X record. He did this and this and this. And that's when I became that guy is once people connected me with the first tip record and they heard another one, they might have heard five or six more like, damn, oh, who did that? Damn, Toop again. Yeah. Damn, oh. so how big can them checks get too? Because you know, folks Ooh. hear about publishing and they see these things, but they don't know how much money can actually be made doing this. Stuff. A lot of money, man. You know, my one of my first real publishing checks, I went and bought 20 acres in South Fulton. <laughs> Average nigga would have went and got a diamond necklace with Ferraris, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, but uh, and moved to LA and, my, and and found out that that was too high for him and brought their ass back. I done seen cats fuck up 150 moving to LA thinking that yeah. they were ready for that lifestyle yeah. and end up bringing their ass back home. 200, 200k. But yeah. um, it's really man, um, it's so much, man. And, and but see the thing about it. Right now, I mean, you got the streaming numbers, but I would say when I when I was in my like at the peak of my career, when I was really just flowing, you got to think we had MTV. Uh huh. MTV had like several shows, like what was it? Um, Direct Effects. Direct Effects. Yeah. And what was the thing when they was upstairs? Um, TRL. TRL. <clears throat> then they had the MTV Rap Sacks. Then you had BET. Yeah. Which had Rap City. Mm -hmm. Video vibration, mm -hmm. video uncut. Exactly. So, your song, if you had a hot record like 24s, What You Know, and all them, yeah. You Don't Know Me, man, them records were playing like maybe 20 times a day on video, and not to mention what it was getting on air. Yeah. So, you had more video stations going on back yeah. then, video channels. So, man, those checks were crazy, bro. And, and if you. Yeah, man, you could be a writer or a producer or that artist. Yeah, them, them checks come to your house, and it's a big checks, man. If you got a big record. How big does the record need to be, and how many records do I need to make to be able to say, okay, I just came in here to make or sell? Both. Yeah, exactly. So, how many records <laughs> do I need to sell? So, if I did one record, would one record change my life? And what would five records do? Five records would be cool if all of them are if all of them are hits. Yeah. Oh, five records, you that new you that new guy. You a super producer. Yeah. You are the one everybody's coming to Atlanta to 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 see. Mm -hmm. You that hot guy. Yeah. Um you folks fly you all over the place. You know what I mean? Shit. Uh, you got people fly you in for interviews. You got people who just want your energy. If you got five back-to-back -back hits, but if you just got five placements, uh, that don't compare to this one record that a guy, like, uh, let's say the guy who produced Nelly's uh, first record. Uh, Country Grammar. Country Grammar. Yeah. You don't even know that guy's name, do you? The producer. They say it's a white boy out of St. Louis. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I can remember. Just think yeah. that one record or whoever produced the Nas X yeah. record. 
Like that one record, yeah, that, that one song could, could could swallow five just placements. Yeah. You know, a placement cool, but when you got that hit, that chart buster, yeah. Oh yeah. And not to mention if you get five of them, oh you're that guy. That'll change your life. But yeah, one song can really change your life if it cross over and do good in the black market, Spanish market, the white market, and you going all around the world with it. Man, yeah, that, that's a life changer, bro. Are gonna come out and go, uh, hey, why are you supporting this person who's homophobic? Yeah. And if they don't say something, the gays that have supported them for so long are gonna come at them and go, so we support you and then you're just silent when yeah. we need you the most? Mm -hmm. So like everybody is fighting for their own reputation or fighting for clout, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I can see multiple artists at Lollapalooza being like, oh, I'm not gonna associate because of whatever, whatever, and then they lose five artists. Like maybe gay artists that are performing, they're like, yeah, I don't want to be on the same stage. So they got to protect themselves from losing the artist. You lose one or lose five. Yeah, well, and I don't even think they're worried about the artist, yeah. but that is a good point. Don't I just think about they're worried the about reputation. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, the money for the festival, also their reputation. But like, yeah, I literally just think it's reputation. Just reputation. People are still going to go to the festival. No yeah. one's selling tickets. They heist. Like, everybody's ready to be out there and get delta. You know what I mean? They're, they're out there ready for that delta, right? Yeah. We've been seeing all these festivals go crazy. Number spiking. Nobody gives a fuck because nobody's afraid of the Rona no more. Let's go. But they don't want the smoke. They don't want to be known as, and once one festival cancels, if you don't cancel him, now you're, you're a homophobic festival. Yeah. Right? So Lollapalooza said, nah. Governor's Ball just said, nah. Mm. Right? And now the Governor's Ball said, nah. The baby realized how many millions of dollars he's going to end up losing because it's, it's not just this. It's your European tours. It's all the tours around the world that you are going to be in. Yeah. And this motherfucker doubled down. That's yeah. the dumbest shit. He Which, kept doubling down. I'm yeah. going to be an icon. I'm going to be a star. Sometimes I got to no, you're going to be uh, apologizing. That's yeah, what you're going to do. And the issue is the double down was worse, I think probably worse than what he said initially. Why? Yeah. The, I don't no, know. No, no, the, let him get it. Because the double down was like, because initially he yeah. says, like, if you don't have HIV, AIDS, or something that kills you in three weeks, put your lighter up. And it's like, that's insensitive, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Yeah. But then he comes back and says, no, my gay fans are not nasty. They don't have HIV AIDS or whatever. Yeah. And so like he puts gas on the HIV thing. Yeah. While like also separating like the gay community, which like if you're already offended by what he said and you're in the gay community, like what he said was more offensive to you. And then he said, "Y'all do you, I'm gonna do me." Yeah. yeah I mean, it was very, very much. Was, I don't care if you like me or not. Down, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like, and I then think, the gays were like. We will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do you all right. Exactly. You're gonna get fucked in your ass financially. Get ready. Yeah. So he literally put the gas on them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. He charged them up. Yeah. He could have said nothing, but he basically said, "I dare you." Yeah. And they took that fucking dare. Yeah. Mm. And I think he underestimated like the influence. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think when you're at that level, you understand your influence. Like, and no, I think he understood. Gay influence. Yeah, I oh, think he, influence. he misunderstood, yeah. like, he, gay influence. He, he overestimated the baby. Yeah. yeah. He uh, thought maybe. that motherfucker was the guy leading the world, right? right. Like, I, I understand when you're built in that ecosystem, the only people around are the people either kissing your ass or the people screaming your name because how famous you are. You start to think, holy shit, I, I'm the president. I can yeah. say whatever the fuck I want to say. What are they going to do? Right. You know, I think he put out a video, like, I don't know if it was the next day or something they already had filmed. Yeah. But like he had like a sign in the they video. Had filmed, I think. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It had like AIDS on the fucking sign. So it looks like he was trolling. Yeah. This is yeah, probably yeah. an older video. I don't think so. No, he said I think he had a pose and said like he filmed that video, then flew straight to uh Rolling Loud, then performed and he had the video knowing it was gonna be a controversy or something, which I don't think 
Or he, he could have edited something onto the, might on the picture. Like, yeah, it might have been a film before, edited after. Cause he's like, yeah, let's put gas on it, like, make a moment. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I just think I think it's just so funny to see these things happen. And, and also there's the hypocrisy of these festivals, right? Yeah. And they're aware of their own hypocrisy. They're in a situation where there's nothing they could do that's going to be consistent. Yeah. They're valueless. They're yeah. moralless, yeah. right? And they have to be... Yes. Right? If they say nothing, they're absolutely trashed by the artists. Like what Mark was saying, artists could start saying, I don't want to be a Lollapalooza if you're not going to protect the LGBT community, right? But at the same time, if they do take the baby off, then we're going to go through every lyric of all the other people that are there. And surely, if we have some hip-hop dudes <laughs> at this festival, there's going to be some F-bombs thrown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, I don't want to be snitching on these artists on I can do it, but like, it ain't hard to snitch. The motherfucker said it, and that's yeah. shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tons of them. The people that are performing at those very shows. Yeah. Have tons of homophobic lyrics. Old and Matt Damon stuff just flying out of here. And that's just the homophobia. You want to talk about other morally bankrupt shit that they're saying? They're going to have it in there. Which is interesting because I started to see that comment. I, you've made it a lot of times, but I started to see that comment in like the comments on the baby. Like the lyrics of half of these guys are about murder and God knows what else. And now you have a problem with what he says? Yeah. You, don't, you don't have a problem if it's on his song? Which is a point, again, you've been making for a while, but this time I started to see that in the comments from like. I start to see that voice get louder. And I think what I'm realizing about like uh, hip hop, I think that most people do this already with hip hop, so we don't need to create this caveat. We have to create a comedy, but hip hop usually you get to say whatever you want with impunity. But like, I think what the thing with hip hop is and the difference in comedy is comedy is like, hey, we don't really believe these things. We're saying jokes.